Welcome back everyone to lesson four and today we're going to be discussing meditation basics. Now I have a lot of people coming up to me and they're like Mira we want to get into meditation we but we don't know what to do we don't know how to sit you know what environment should we meditate in were these some of the things that you were experiencing when you first started out Arsenio? You know what not necessarily I think when it came to, of course, meals uh, and whatnot, but I would have to say that my posture in the environment was very important. Um, I'm not able mm -hmm. to focus and let those thoughts go through if the environment is hot. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's one of the things. Yeah. I've, I know that I've heard before that room temperatures very well, but I like cold environments. Also, my posture is when I first started was laying down but yeah. I don't go too deep unless it was that specific experience I had about three, four years ago. Um, but normally when I'm sitting upright before I go to sleep and I do my meditation, I fall asleep very quickly compared to laying down. So those are some of the things that I've experienced. Well, I'm going to explain why posture is so important. You know, because you'll always find meditation instructors, even yoga instructors saying, sit with your spine erect, or, you know, when you're in a pose, your spine needs to be erect. And the reason being, especially in meditation, is that we have all of these neurons that run through our spinal cord. So it connects to our brain, and it also connects to our nervous system. So when we're sitting erect, um, you find that a lot of energy is able to flow. Um, in the Indian tradition, they call this prana. And in, the, uh, in Chinese, they call it chi. Okay, so it's energy within your body. And you usually find that when you're sitting up straight, your energy can freely move um, through your body. But also, I mean, practically, let's just think about it, right? If you're sitting all sort of like hunchback of Notre Dame, it's very difficult to breathe. I mean, I want you guys to try it out at home. I mean, literally, just, just kind of sit all curled up. It's difficult to take in those big, delicious breaths in and out, right? So that's another reason. Um, and because the neurons or the spinal cord is connected to the brain and the nervous system, it helps one get into those altered levels of consciousness more easily. So we become more consciously aware during meditation because of that, okay, because of our posture. And that is why it's so important. So when you say that you are sleeping uh, or laying down, rather, um, that is not a problem because your spine is still erect as long as you're, you're laying down um, on your spine. Um, the problem comes in where is if you go into very deep meditation, there's a possibility of you falling asleep. Which I guess is okay too, because sometimes that's what we need, yeah? Usually what happens is in meditation is what our body needs. Um, but that's, that's perfectly fine. Now, the way in which one would, um, if you are sitting down, and if you're sitting um, you know, on your yoga mat, the best way to sit would be cross-legged. And you could even sit um, with a particular, you know, having your hands in a particular mudra. Now, there's a myriad of mudras that I could go through today, um, but I'm just going to explain the three basic ones. So if you look at the, the picture in the slide, um, this lady is sitting in what they call chin mudra. 
okay? So your thumb and your index finger are touching each other, and the remaining three fingers are straight and touching each other together. And this is how you will place your hands on your knees while you're sitting cross-legged in Chin Mudra. And most of, you know, the Instagram photos, um, social media, you'll see people sitting in that particular, in that particular style. And that mudra is used for increased focus and concentration. So there's a specific reason why they do that. So if you're having trouble focusing for that particular day, that is an awesome mudra to place your hands in. The other very simple types of mudras that you could use is uh, palms facing up. You know, simply just palms facing up. And you can leave your palms on your lap or on your knees, whatever you feel comfortable with. If you're experiencing a lot of stress and anxiety for that day, I suggest you literally just sit with your palms facing down. So you could put this, your hands facing down on your lap this way or on your knees. And the reason why I'm saying that is because when we sit in receiving mode with our palms facing up, we're taking and we're inviting energy into us from the universe. But if you're already very stressed and anxious, and I spoke about this briefly in a previous course, our transformation coaching course, where, you know, the law of vibration um, says that like attracts life. So when you're feeling very stressed and anxious and you're experiencing all these very sort of low vibrational energies, that is what you're going to send into the universe. It's going to affect each and every matter around you and you're going to attract it back towards yourself. You're going to feel even more overwhelmed. So I would suggest for that that period during meditation, because meditation automatically raises your vibrations, okay, makes you feel better, more calmer. So up until you feel in that good state, that you're more than welcome to change um, how your hands are facing, or you could still leave them palms facing down. The other very interesting fact is meals. And, and I put this uh, bullet point down because a lot of people have actually said, Mira, you know what? Every time I do meditation, I just feel like sleeping. And the question I'd ask is, well, have you eaten? Like, you know, did you have a big meal before you meditated? I don't know, Arsenio, have you ever done this? Have you ever eaten just before meditation? Oh, no. No, I can't remember. I, I like to do it either like two hours after I've already eaten or... Uh, yeah. I mean, it could be an hour and a half, an hour tops, but yeah. not yeah. after I eat. No way. Being full, it's kind of like laying down. There's no way that I'll be able to sleep or do meditation. Exactly. Because their energy is being directed towards digestion. That's right. Okay. So, so that's what your body is going to be focusing on if you have a really huge meal before you meditate. So I, I, would, I would stay away from it. If you are really hungry and you want to just have like a small snack, that could be perfectly fine. But, you know, try to stay away from really heavy meals. The other important thing that Arsenio touched on is the environment. So the environment in which you meditate is very important because it puts you in the right mind frame in the right mindset okay so for me i have a small corner in my in in my house which i've dedicated specifically towards meditation it's, it's got a very zen vibe you know there's there's just cushions laying around there's a lot of pot plants you know 
But if you can't do that, just choose a particular room in your house or your apartment that you are the most comfortable in. And that could even be your own bedroom, you know. Um, but it's important that the ambiance is correct. So if there's a lot of noise going on in the background, you know, if you're hearing a lot of people talking or music, because you're just starting off with meditation, it could be very distracting for you. So it's preferable that, you, that you ha you're sitting in an environment that's fairly silent um, and not too much noise. Uh, what do you think, Arsenio? I remember you said that, that that's how you feel sometimes in terms of starting out. Yeah, you know, while while you were saying that, I realized that my deepest meditative state was with scented oils. So what if someone yeah. out there is like, hey, what about, like you said, ambience, and I'm like, I thought candles. I think yeah. scents. And these scents, just as I have something over here that used to help me two years ago because I couldn't control my thoughts as I was going to sleep, that when, anytime I used to get a massage, they had that vanilla yes. or coconut type of scent. Yes. And it relaxes the body so much. So if I'm a student and I'm I, and she wants to ask us without, of course, getting in touch with us on social media and say, hey, yeah. what about scents? Can I put a candle on? Can I do this? Can I do Definitely. that? That would be great. Definitely. Definitely. Um, it's an environment that makes you feel calm and relaxed. You know, for me, it's having plants around me, um, you know, decorating the room really well, having a warm color on the walls. Um, for other people, it may be playing soft music in the background, you know, uh, it could be classical music, or it could be scented candles, or even a humidifier with various essential oils. So whatever oh, yeah. helps you, whatever helps you feel calm and relaxed, um, that is the environment that you should create for yourself, definitely, without a doubt. The other thing is comfort. Now, you know, this is really common sense, but it's important for me to say that when you sit and, and you meditate, you should be comfortable in the clothes that you're wearing. You know, if something is, is too tight and, you know, um, if, for example, ladies out there, you, you get, we're wearing Spanx, you know, because we just want to get a quick meditation in before we go out on that date, it's not really going to work because we're going to feel very, you know, um, constricted. And, and we won't be able to breathe deeply. You know, we will be sitting there and twisting and turning. So it is really important to be very comfortable with what you're wearing. Whatever you guys feel the most comfortable with, that's what you should go with. Definitely. And then let's talk about what Arsenio picked up on earlier in the conversation. I talk about warmth. Okay. Now, personally, I cannot meditate when I'm feeling very cold. Because my entire um, mind and my body goes towards, and my feet get the cold, so, so it's concentrating towards my cold feet. Um, you need to, to, to be or create an environment where you're not feeling extremely hot and you're not feeling too cold. Mm. But you should also remember that when you go into a very deep state of meditation, your body temperature will automatically drop. And even if you were feeling okay in the beginning, you may end up feeling very cold afterwards. So it's always a good idea just to keep um, a shawl or a throw over or blanket nearby. If you're doing it first thing in the morning, you know, just wrap your, your, your duvet over you really well. 
So, so, so that's my, my point on, on warmth. And lastly, just to cover thoughts and emotions. Like we mentioned in the previous lessons, it's okay. We are going to experience thoughts coming through during meditation. It may be positive thoughts. It could also be negative, and that's okay. Um, the whole point of meditation is to always bring yourself back to the present moment and don't judge. Okay? Whatever you're going through, just tell yourself that it's okay. And, and the more you do it, the more you experience and practice meditation, the better you'll become at it. And also, the higher your vibrations will be. You'll just be a happier, calmer you. So yeah, that's, that's all my, my basic tips that I'd like to share with you guys. I'm not sure, Arsenio, do you have anything else that you'd like to add for, for our listeners out there? Yeah, just as a student, like what I've, uh, what I've observed with a lot of different digital nomads, possibly in Bali and other places, they wear things that are very loose. So going mm. back to what Mira said about comfort, you know, they would wear very, you know, loose shirts and loose pants mm. because they want to feel, you know, very comfortable. Now, I don't know if it's comfortable for other people to be wearing spandex, leggings, stuff like that, things that make it very constricted, because then you're going to, you're going to be like, to, you know, tossing and turbing, you're not going to be able to focus. So that's one thing you need to consider, comfortability. And the other one, uh, Mira, what I wanted to ask you from a student perspective, if someone says, well, if I meditate at night, I fall asleep too easily. What's something that I could do? Because me, for example, three minutes, if I'm very tired and, you know, I'm kind of dozing off, I feel myself going like this and I'm like, oh, it's not going to work. But can this be a pivotal moment to go into a different brainwave state? I, I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Definitely. So, you know, I've, I've had many students who actually thought they were sleeping and some students, you know, while they're sitting with me in, in my yoga room, they're actually snoring during, during a meditation session. But as soon as I end the guided meditation and tell everyone, you know, turn over to your right side and slowly open your eyes, everyone's immediately awake. So sometimes we feel as if we fell asleep. We've, we've fallen asleep, but we're actually just in a different brain wave. You know, it could be uh, theta or it could be delta because you're, already, you're still consciously aware of when I'm speaking, you know, when I'm guiding you through certain things, when I'm telling you to turn around and slowly open your eyes. It's just that, you know, perhaps, like I said earlier, our bodies may need that very deep central sleep that you you know, sleep state that you get into meditation because of what we've experienced during the day. So that's perfectly fine. Awesome. So great, great. Because in saying that, I think I've covered just about everything that other people possibly would have asked us if they were on a call with us. So again, Amira, thank you so much for sharing these meditation basics. And guys, in saying that, We've gone over these seven bullet points. Go to the next video. We're going to start creating something. So Mira, can you give us a nice little preview in terms of what we're going to be learning in the next video? Sure. So this is, this is very exciting. This is my favorite part, is that we're going to be creating our own mantras. And the really cool thing about this is that you can create a mantra every single day, uh, depending on how you feel for that day. So... Let's get started with the next one, shall we? Awesome.